sometimes in Chinuch we talk about advice, ideas for parents to follow. Sometimes we talk about areas in Chinuch where we know from Chazal that there's some things which maybe in a spiritual way have an effect on our children. And it's important to know as well because, of course, by doing what Chazal tells us, so we hope that that spiritual effect will take place. So I want to share with you a Chazal which is very famous. Maybe we can try to explain it together. It's a Chazal, it's a Gemara, Mishnah Shabbos, that the Gemara says, Harogel Bener, a person who's ragil, who's used to uh, being mahader, doing more than the minimum requirement when it comes to Neres Shabbos, or to Rashi Neres Hanukkah too, and have children to Menechachamim. And obviously we don't see a natural physical connection between Neres, between Shabbos candles, and children to Menechachamim. Even though the Gemara in a different place talks about certain Tana, certain Amara, we went past the house of some called Rav Avin, and he saw that he had always had the house was lit up on Shabbos with a lot of neighbors, and he said he's going to have sons with Tamil Chachamim, and indeed he had two sons, both of whom became a Marai. Um, and the, it seems from the Gemara that partially in the schus of the Shabbos candles that his wife lit. What's the connection? What's the connection? Why would lighting Shabbos candles give some kind of spiritual boost so to one's kids to become Tamil Chachamim? And then, of course, we need to understand that because if we have such a skudah and something we want to do to better the chances of actual becoming Tamil Chachamim. It's also interesting, and it's not for nothing, that after doing various mitzvahs, so Chazal will attack in various tefillahs for us to say. And the reason why it's an appropriate thing to do, to have make a bakasha, to request something from Hashem after doing a mitzvah, the Chafetz Chaim explains, because in Ezratim, one's done a mitzvah, so that's a tremendous thing. And therefore Hashem is favorably disposed towards the person. Now's a good time to ask. Now's an Ezratim. And that's why the Chafetz Chaim says that after benching, which ends Ali Chasreinu, we have a whole long list of harachamans, a whole long list of requests. And this is the right time to ask for all these things because we've just benched. So we've just done a mitzvah daraisa. And now Hashem is favorably looking at us. And therefore we can say, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, now is a good time to ask you for all the things we want. And therefore we find after many mitzvahs that we follow up doing the mitzvah with some kind of bakash or some kind of request. Now it's interesting that one of the mitzvahs which the Bakash is best known is a lady's mitzvah of Hadlakas Nero Shabbos. A lady who lights Shabbos candles, and after that, there's a Hiratan to say. What's interesting is the focal point of the Hiratan is Vzakaini Lagadil Banim of Nebanim. Give me the merit to bring up children and grandchildren. Ayskim Batayr of a mitzvah. We're keeping the Torah and doing the mitzvahs. And 
and they light up the world with the Torah and the good deeds that they do. We ask for Bani Vnebanim, Chachamim and Levanim. That's the manners of the ability to learn. And that comes after a lady lands near Shabbos. And it's Yudur that the Negus Rol can even say. After Lady Light, Neri Shabbos, she davens for the success of her children in learning. And it all comes from this Kamara. Because Rogel Bener, a person who's careful about lighting Shabbos candles, so they have this spiritual schus, which is going to help the children come to me. And that's what she davens for. But let's try to understand where it comes from. The principle about better. Let's talk about the Chazal. That's the Gemara. And the Gemara says, Why do we say the bracha of Bore Me'ore Ha'esh on Matzeh Shabbos? Why do we say the bracha on creation of fire on Matzeh Shabbos? And Chazal tell us, because that's the first time that fire was created. Why was fire, why was the creation of fire necessary? So it says, because all the Mauritians saw that the sun set and it got dark. And his Nisyari, he was not used to the darkness. He can't see, he can't do anything in the dark. He thought maybe he's being punished for the hate, and the, the world will now be reduced to darkness. And Hashem did him a favor and showed him how to make fire. On that original Matzah Shabbos, and now Adam had a way of dispelling the darkness. He could make fire. And on that he thanks Hashem for being buried by Ariyash. We've been creating the light of the fire. And that is significant enough that every Matzah Shabbos we make the same bracha, to remember the initial fire which Hashem taught Adam Rishon how to make on that first Matzah Shabbos. It's a Gemara. And I want to ask you a question. Adam Rishon was created on a Friday. He did the Avera on a Friday. And the first time you saw the darkness was Matzah Shabbos. What happened on Friday night? What happened on Friday night? Didn't it get dark then too? Why wasn't Adam scared of the darkness? On El Shabbos. Why was he only scared of the darkness on Matzah Shabbos? So what you have to say is that on El Shabbos it didn't get dark. If that's the case, Adam wasn't scared. It only came out the Shabbos that it got dark, and then Adam was scared of the darkness. Now, how can that be? The world revolves, and therefore, the sun rises, the sun sets. If that didn't happen, how did Shabbos start? How did Shabbos finish? So it must have been that there was a sunrise and a sunset on Matzah Shabbos too. Well, it didn't get dark. So it's interesting. It's actually brought down in the al Shimani that it doesn't say anywhere in the Pasuk that there was night and there was day the seventh day. It only gets as far as the sixth day. And the Mashmah says that then there wasn't night and dark on the seventh day. How can that be? Shabbos wouldn't have started Shabbos wouldn't have finished unless the world revolved on its axis another time so listen to what the measure says 
It's a Mishnah Chum, it's also a Mishnah Shrabba. In talking about this, the Mishnah says, On Nel Shabbos, when the sun set, the light started to shine. And therefore, Rav Levi says in the, Mish- in the Midrash, Nimsa, that it was light for 36 hours. The day of Friday, the night of Shabbos, when the, and then when the sun came up on Shabbos day. Until Matthew Shabbos, when the sun set and then it got dark. And therefore we understand, the first time Abraham Adam Rishon met the darkness was on Matthew Shabbos. And now, we need to ask a question. But a question I'm sure you can already answer. And that is, when the sun sets on El Shabbos, and instead of getting dark, it remained light. Which light is that? It wasn't the light of the sun. And the answer, which I'm sure you're all thinking to yourselves, is correct. That's what the Midrash says. There was a light before the sun. The sun only started working on the fourth day of creation. And there was oil from the first. And therefore... What happened on El Shabbos is that the sun set and the light from the sun ended, but the hour of the first day still shone, and it shone the whole Shabbos, and therefore Adam Rishon wasn't in darkness. Adam Rishon wasn't in darkness, and he was benefiting from the light of the first day of creation. This also explains the Midrash, which says that when Adam saw the sun was starting to set, he got scared. And then he said, Because there was something special about Shabbos that the light of Shabbos, so to speak, replaced the light of the sun. And there was no darkness that night. And only after Shabbos, only on Matzah Shabbos, when the sun set again, and now there wasn't that special oil which shone on Shabbos, now it got dark. And now Adam Rish needed fire. I would even venture to say, that part of why we make the bracha of Vermeer Arya Esh on Matzah Shabbos isn't just the Birgas and Nenin on the fire. It's also a certain appreciation of Shabbos. That on Shabbos we didn't need the fire. On Shabbos we had the light of Shabbos. And only comes Matzah Shabbos, now we need fire because we don't have that light of Shabbos. Okay, so that's the first point. We see from the Midrash that clearly that there wasn't darkness on Shabbos, but there wasn't sunlight either. There was a Ruchnistic light which shone on Shabbos. And there was no darkness. Now let's go back to the Gemara we began with. What does it mean, Haragul Bener? Haragul Bener is a person who is careful of Nehru Shabbos. Whether it's they always sure to light Nehru Shabbos. Whether they light many Nehru's, there's more light. They light longer Nehru's, there's light for longer. What's the point of Nehru Shabbos? What are we doing by lighting candles? So Gemara says either it's house covered Shabbos, or it's house oinig Shabbos, it's more enjoyable, they're supposed to be able to see what they're doing, see what they're eating. person doesn't hurt himself like things in the darkness and the Mishmar says Shabbos was special in that way I don't know if people had the ability or the money to light candles every night after Shabbos for sure there's no problem 
a person has the ability to to have the lights on every night, all night. But the khir was dafka Shabbos. Shabbos, the night has to be a night as well. Why? Because the din of Neri Shabbos is the atom to simulate the aura of Shabbos. We aren't living in that spiritual level of Ganadin or something similar where we zaykh to the aura of Shabbos, which is the spiritual aura, which shone in place of the sun and lit up the night of Shabbos. Right now, we have to provide the light for Shabbos. But the light we're providing for Shabbos, we have to understand, is, so to speak, a means to bring down that spiritual aura which shines on Shabbos. It's not going to come down miraculously, but we can bring it down. To lighten the candles, the light of Shabbos comes into our homes. The spiritual aura of Shabbos comes into our homes. If you want to marshal for this, we know that in the Mishkan, the first time brought the Karbanas, a fire came down from Hashem and burnt the Karbanas. And really it's always meant to be like that. There's a fire from Hashem which burns the Karbanas. But nevertheless, there's a mitzvah for us to provide the wood to burn the fire. Why? Says the Gemara, Avalpi, that the H is from Ilamaro, mitzvah of We have to provide a fire because it's not an open miracle of the fire always coming down. But now that fire we make on the Mizbech is the medium for the spiritual fire to burn the Karbanas. And the same thing by Neri Shabbos. It's a tremendous insight, especially for the ladies who are listening, to understand what we do when we light Neri Shabbos. It's not just flicking on the switch. It shouldn't be dark on the table. The nearest we lighting are the vehicle through which the aura of Ruchnius of Shabbos comes down. And we've mentioned this before. When do people feel Kedusha's Shabbos comes in? Without Lakas and Neris. That brings down that spiritual Kayach of Shabbos. And therefore, the fact that there's light and the fact that there's, in a physical sense, but it really mirrors the fact that there's a spiritual light which is, comes into our homes on Shabbos. It's the R of Ganetan. It's the R of the first day of the Bria which maybe we aren't able to see physically, but filters in through the light of the nerves. Now let's analyze the second part. What does the person need to be successful in Torah, to become a Talmud Chach? So we understand it's clear to us the two different factors which prepare a person for success in Torah. The one is direct, and that is, he learns. And the more Torah one learns, obviously, the more he knows, the more it has an influence and effect on him, the more it turns him into a Talmud Chacham. And the second one is the Siyat Dishmaya. Because the Torah is something Ruchni. The Torah is a certain Kayach, a certain R, if one wants. And it needs a Siyat Dishmaya. The Rakadish Baruch agrees to give it to a person. That's why we know that learning Torah is so different to all the other forms of wisdom, all the forms of knowledge, and that learning Torah is dependent on the, what's called the Ar Torah, the spiritual element of the Torah being given to a person. That makes a big difference at our Torah. 
The Gemara says, for example, Anybody who's, who's connected to, experienced, that our Torah, it's Mechayehu. It gives him life in Olam Abba. The life of Olam Abba, the spiritual life. It needs that spiritual life of Torah. That a person connects to and they learn to, to enable them to experience Olam Abba. And therefore, Chazal also learned that that original R which Hashem created in the world, which means the spirituality Hashem created in the world, that same hour we spoke about with Shan and Lil Shabbos, and lit up the night. That same kind of spiritual R Hashem put into the Torah. And now let's see one last point. There's a beautiful Chaza. It's a Chaza, it's a Midrash and Mishnah. And Chazal say a comment like this. They say, Hashem says to the Jewish people, Neiri biyotcho. My candle is in your hands. V'nercho biyodi. Your candle is in my hands. Im ato mishamer es neiri, ani mishamer es nercho. If you Jewish people, you guard HaKadosh Baruch Hu's candle, then he promises to guide your candle. What is referring to? What's our candle? What's Hashem's candle? So the Midrash explains. And the Midrash says that the Pasuk says, Ki ner mitzvah, The mitzvah is called a candle. And the Torah is called a light. The mitzvah is Hashem's candle. But, Neiri Hashem says, my candle is biyotcho. It's in your hands. Because it's up to us to do the mitzvahs. HaKadosh Baruch Hu isn't doing mitzvahs in the physical world. He left that as our responsibility. And therefore, if the mitzvahs get done, it's in the hands of Klal Yisrael. Neiri biyotcho. And the second part of the Midrash, V'nercho biyadi. Your candle is in my hands. It's another Pasuk in Mishlei. The Pasuk says, Ner Hashem nishmas Adam. The candle of Hashem is in the sham of a person. And the sham is in the hands of Hashem. And the sham is in the hands of Hashem to give us life, to look after us. And therefore Hashem says, Matam Shamiris Neiri. If you're going to guard my candle, then I'm going to guard your candle. Now, it's a beautiful idea that in a way HaKadosh Baruch Hu made the observance of mitzvahs dependent on us, and at the same time, we reliant on Him to look after our neshama. I was wondering about the use of the term ner, why it's called a candle. And after thinking about it, I think the answer is Pashat. The Pasuk said, Ner mitzvah v'tayra The candle is something which can connect, the R can connect to. You're not going to have life without a candle. But a candle is a means to connect to the R. 
And therefore, doing mitzvahs is a way to bring the R of the Torah into this world. Keeping Shabbos is a way to connect to that R, that spiritual element which Hashem created in the world. And the same thing is the other way around as well. Just like mitzvahs provide the base to connect what we're using as an object of the mitzvah to the Torah, it acts as a candle which connects the oil to the light. Same thing on the Shama. It's also a candle because it's a way of connecting ourselves, our physical bodies, to the Torah. The means of connection is the Nair. The means of connection is the mitzvah, the means of connection is the neshama. And therefore we understand Chazal so much more beautifully. If we're going to bring the light of Torah into this world, we're going to use the mitzvah as a candle, as a way to connect the Torah to this world. Hashem says, And that is, Hashem is going to connect our neshamas to the Torah. Lighting Shabbos candles. We saw is a way of being mamshech, bringing down the light of, it, of Shabbos, that same light of Ruchnius, into our world, into our homes. It's a light which shines on Shabbos, but it needs our mitzvah to provide the candle for the light to connect to. A person extends himself in the mitzvah of Neris, in the mitzvah of lighting of Shabbos, as a way of connecting the Kedusha into this world, then his neshamas, his children. HaKadosh Baruch uses that candle to bring the aura of Torah closer to them. Those are the two points come together. Hashem's candle and ours. The narrow of the mitzvahs, the narrowest of Shabbos, and the narrow of the neshama, which is utilizing the person as a way to connect to the light of the Torah.